Super Bowl 58 is just around the corner. We break down what to expect from the 49ers in the Chiefs on Sunday on this episode of Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Kate Majuk. Follow her on Twitter at Kate Majuk. Uh, reader at Pro Football Focus, Yahoo, and Behind the Steel Curtain. Kate, we finally made it. The Super Bowl is just a mere hours away. I want to start by talking about this 49ers team. Uh, okay, we're going to do some uh, previewing this game. We're going to make some picks at the end of the show. We're going to do some prize picks uh, selections, so make sure you guys are listening to that. But let's talk about the 49ers. How are you feeling about them going into this game? Let me say, from a momentum standpoint... All season long, it lied with the 49ers, but that has not been the case here in the postseason. We have seen the 49ers struggle a little bit. We've seen the 49ers defense in particular struggle. We've seen the offense come out slow. I have to say, Marcus, I'm a little bit worried. I do think that the 49ers top to bottom are probably the better team. And, you know, I I think that they are favored on uh, FanDuel right now. I And I think that's fair, but I think from a momentum standpoint, they're coming in here as the slower team. Obviously, they have a lot of assets, especially on offense, and I think that's what definitely gives them this edge here. But with the way their defense has played here in the postseason, I'm a bit worried. The Niners have allowed 20 or more points just eight times all season long. Two of those instances have been in this postseason They gave up the second highest scoring total all year against the Lions in the conference championship game. It was their second highest yardage total allowed, the fifth most passing yards they've given up all season. I'm not very confident that this defense is going to come out and be able to slow this Kansas City Chiefs, who finally seem to have found their groove on offense. I feel pretty confident in the 49ers in this game, to be honest, Kate. I, they just have so many weapons. And I actually think some of their postseason struggles might end up helping them in this game. They're just going to have a confidence. Like, even if they get down 10 points to Patrick Mahomes, that they can come back whenever they want because they are so ridiculously loaded on offense. Uh, I was talking to a good friend of mine, Elliot Harrison, who is a NFL historian, Hall of Fame voter, um, who said this is the best – skill position group that he's ever seen in the history of the NFL with Christian McCaffrey, who was an all pro George Kittle, who was an all pro this year, Brandon Ayuk, who had a breakout season, made the pro bowl. Uh, you have Kyle Huszczyk, who's the best fullback in the league. And then there, of course there's Debo Samuel, maybe the, the, a unicorn at the wide receiver position. I, I feel really strongly that the 49ers are going to have no problem at all moving the ball in this game. I, I, I like them a lot here. I mean, you look at the Chiefs defense and overall the Chiefs have played extremely well on defense and and they have been a top five unit uh, on the defense. But 
they, you know, how are they going to match up with this version of the 49ers? So they last met, obviously this is a, a Super Bowl 54 rematch. They last met in week seven of last season, but even at that point, this was a totally different team, which is crazy to think they were just integrating Christian McCaffrey. It was Brock Purdy's debut as an NFL passer. The, the Niners were down. They put Brock Purdy in for the final drive of the game. So Probably a nice little throwback for Brock Purdy to think back to his first, mm -hmm. uh, you know, real NFL action here outside of a, I think he had like a kneel down before that, but like a nice little throwback. And you look at how this team has even evolved since week seven of last season with Brock Purdy under center. I mean, there's no question that he is leaps and bounds ahead of what Jimmy Garoppolo offered. Like you can call Jimmy Garoppolo a, a game manager. And I think that's more than fair. And I, I think you can call Jimmy Garoppolo's, you know, contract situation, uh, you know, the contract he earned with the Raiders, uh, which was subsequently, you know, his starting job pulled out from under him because he's not that good. And, you know, Kyle Shanahan's system masked right. a lot of that. <laughs> no offense, but Brock Purdy, I do think, is leaps and bounds a, a step over and above what we've seen from Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, even in limited postseason action, Brock Purdy has given the 49ers an edge that they haven't had before, and they did not have the last time that they met in Super Bowl 54. I just want to say from a dynasty perspective, I think on both sides of the ball, everybody's value is pretty much established. Like you're not moving Rashi rice, depending on what he does in this game. If he has 35 yards or 135 yards and you're not really moving him. Same with Debo, same with Ayuk and McCaffrey and all those guys. Brock Purdy is the one where I could see his value really changing and flipping on this game. If he struggles, I don't think it's going to move it a lot, but if he plays really well, Kate, and it's a 280 yard game with three touchdowns and he's the Super Bowl MVP, that's just going to lock him into the starting job for the 49ers for the foreseeable future. And we've talked about this on previous shows. Like Kyle Shanahan has a glancing eye when it comes to the quarterback position. But if it's Brock Purdy who finally gets it done for him and he finally wins Kyle Shanahan a Super Bowl, they're just going to be tied to the hip for the, the rest of their time together in San Fran. And that's going to matter a lot when it comes to dynasty value because you want the quarterback in this offense throwing the ball to McCaffrey, Kittle, Ayuk, and Debo. So I, I know we're not discussing dynasty a ton here. I, I do want to say I, I think this does matter a lot for Brock Purdy. And the perception around him uh, on social media and between players, if he has an awesome game, we're going to stop talking about Purdy as a game manager and more as a an elite quarterback now. I don't necessarily believe that because of the system, but that will be the narrative out there regarding Brock Purdy. I mean, he's shown the ability, like a game manager will take advantage of the dinks and dunks and, you know, obviously take what's, what's given to him in terms of the offensive scheme, but there still also needs to be the passer that's capable of delivering the ball where it's supposed to go. And, executing the system. And I don't think we've seen any quarterback execute Kyle Shanahan's system the way that we have Brock Purdy. Now, for those of you looking for more Brock Purdy discussion, we actually had a, a little locked on dynasty, locked on fantasy football crossover this week. 
I joined uh, my wonderful life wife, Michelle, on the lockdown. He's also part of your life. There you go. You're fine. (laughs) Uh, We joined her. We actually talked about Brock Purdy. We talked about our expectations for him in this upcoming Super Bowl, as well as 2014 and his his, you know, overall dynasty value and what this game could mean. So if you're looking for more Brock Purdy talk, go check out the Locked On Fantasy Football Podcast. What a tease. What a tease. That's a, that's a good way to, to promote your show. Uh, let's talk about the Chiefs uh, because I'm, I'm really fascinated by the Chiefs in this team because during the regular season, not a super dominant team, but in the postseason, uh, they beat the Dolphins. They went to Buffalo, beat the Bills. They went to Baltimore and beat the number one ranked Ravens. Can they do it again? Can they beat the number one seeded San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl? We will discuss that next. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar that you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claim as of Q1 2024, validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of your first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and condition. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker-dealer. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. And now you can also find it on Amazon Fire TV. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Find the Locked On Sports Today channel now on Amazon Fire TV. Okay, let's talk about the Chiefs. Um, What a road it's been for them to get to the Super Bowl. How are you feeling about this version of the Kansas City Chiefs going into yet another Super Bowl? This version of the Kansas City Chiefs looks like what we expected them coming out of the gate. I got to say, I do think, you know, when we've talked about Travis Kelsey a lot during this season and whether or not this could be the end for Travis Kelsey and is he washed? And, you know, I think we've realized the answer is very much. He's not washed. I think a couple of weeks off did him a world of good. And suddenly Travis Kelsey looks like Travis Kelsey again. And I do think that he's a big part of why this entire, you know, postseason has gone the way that it has, because they, they not just have Travis Kelsey. Now they have Rashi Rice, who I think a huge, huge, big time asset. You know, you look at Travis Kelsey against one of the best defenses in the league last week or the week before came out, posted 11 receptions, 116 receiving yards and a touchdown now has three touchdowns here in the postseason. Like Kelsey looks like Travis Kelsey. And I think when you see Travis Kelsey looking like Travis Kelsey, you're also seeing Patrick Mahomes look like Patrick Mahomes. So I, 
Marcus, I'm like so torn about what to think of this Kansas City Chiefs deep, it, it, you know, team. I know you said you're. It sounds sounds like you're leaning with the 49ers, mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. I am. So uh, I'm guessing you're expecting this Chiefs offense to probably not come out and perform, or is it the defense that you're thinking? It, what what is going to lose the the Kansas City Chiefs this game if they do in fact lose? I'm not worried about the Chiefs offense so much. I, I just trust Patrick Mahomes is going to be able to score 24 points if needed, right? My issue is I, I don't know if this Chiefs defense matches up particularly well against this 49ers offense. And listen, I got to give the, the Chiefs a lot of credit. They've been amazing in the playoffs. They've given up just three total points in the fourth quarter of their three playoff games. And that's against some really good offenses. You know, Lamar Jackson, uh, Josh Allen, uh, Tua, that, that Miami Dolphins offense. Against some of the league's best and most productive yes. offenses, which I think is pretty incredible. One of the issues that Kansas City has is their linebackers. Uh, Nick Bolton is not somebody who is particularly good in coverage. Willie Gay is very aggressive. Uh, Shanahan likes to really zone in on one linebacker and then just make his life miserable all game long. I've got a feeling that's going to be Nick Bolton. They're going to put him in a lot of conflict and asking him to cover Debo Samuel across the field. And then all of a sudden it'll be George Kittle leaking out to that side. They've been able to cover up their linebackers pretty good in the postseason. I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that against Cal Shanahan uh, and all of their weapons. So I I think if Kansas City loses this game, it's going to be because of their defense. But don't put it past Patrick Mahomes to just find ways to carve up this 49ers defense. And that's the only reason I'm pausing here. It's because – We've seen Patrick Mahomes, when it matters the most, play his best football. Okay, I've got his playoff stats right here. If you just look at his 17 postseason games in his career, he's over 5,000 total yards, 46 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. A passer rating of over 106. I mean, he plays, I mean, that's like MVP level in the playoffs against the best competition. It's He's the only reason that I'm worried about my pick at all. I mean, yeah, Pat Turk Mahomes, if you give him the ball on a, a final drive, like there is no amount of time that you can, you know, hand the ball over to the Chiefs where you're going to feel good about any sort of lead. You could be on the final drive of the game. You could have 30 seconds to go and need a touchdown. And you would feel like, yeah, there's probably a pretty good chance that Mahomes is going to be able to execute this drive. His innate just feeling for the game of football and, you know, pairing that with Travis Kelsey, who's got probably the best ability of anybody that we've seen in a long time to just find soft spots and zones and take full advantage of it. Like it's really hard to imagine that they're not going to keep themselves in this game. I think it's going to be a close one. And I do think that it's probably going to come down to the wire, but yeah, maybe you're right. Like I, with the, momentum that the chiefs are carrying into this game it is hard to imagine patrick mahomes travis kelsey and rashi rice being the reason that they don't win this game and i think they can run the ball enough to keep san francisco honest and that was one of the things that san francisco struggled with against the lions is that whenever they were running the ball they were having a lot of success now the fumble by jameer gibbs kind of killed them in that game and Isaiah Pacheco in this offensive line isn't the same, especially without Joe Thune, their all-pro guard. Uh, 
but I do think they're going to be able to kind of use a lot of screens, a lot of design, uh, you know, some, some outside runs with Pacheco to use his speed. If they can do that, they're going to have a lot of success on offense. I just, for whatever reason, I just don't trust this Kansas city defense to get enough pressure with their front four to really make a big difference in this one cave. Well, and a, another thing about the Chiefs defense too, the, you know, their coverage this season outside of linebacker position, like in the secondary has been absolutely phenomenal and been hard to beat them through the air. Their greatest weakness and, you know, obviously one of the 49ers greatest strengths is with the run game. And I do think that with a running back like Christian McCaffrey, that is as dynamic, that is as capable of both running the ball and receiving and generating yards after contact and yards after the catch. Mm -hmm. Like Christian McCaffrey against most defenses are, he's completely unstoppable. But what you really have to worry about, I think, is Christian McCaffrey up against, you know, an area that I wouldn't consider a great strength against nope. the Chiefs. So, like, Christian McCaffrey might be the one thing that tips me in that direction of the 49ers because I think that mismatch there that they have between the run defense, uh, you know, I, I think that could be maybe the the nail in the coffin for the Chiefs. But, yep. again, Patrick Mahomes, we can never speak uh, too definitively. And, and the Indy Reid. Indy Reid is so good in these games at making sure that they have wrinkles that they haven't used all season long to keep the defense off balance. You know they're going to be aggressive when they get to the goal line. They're going to have tricks up their sleeves like we saw last year against the Eagles. But then, Marcus, on the other side of the ball, you have – like, this is – I do think this is a great Super Bowl. Like, let's just yeah. say that for what it is. I know we're sick of watching Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, but – He's great. We're witnessing greatness. We're wit witnessing, like you said, one of the best skill position player groups of all time mm -hmm. opposite them. Like this is a really good Super Bowl. And I will say like for, you know, all of the accolades we're going to give Andy Reid, which he deserves every single one of them. One thing I've been really impressed, like, you know, Kyle Shanahan, you know, on, on an everyday down basis, great coach. What's impressed me the most in this postseason is the way they've been able to make adjustments in the second half. And yeah. that's something that I think is is gonna be equally dangerous. I'm tossed up for this game. I just I'm I'm I think there's literally a, a world where I can imagine both of these teams coming out to dominate, which is why I think I'm so excited for this game that there's about a million different ways both of these teams could win or lose this game and both of these coaches so creative it's pretty hard to nail down how they're going to come out all right kate let's make some uh prize pick selections ahead of the super bowl i can't wait it should be so much fun uh, we're going to give you our favorite picks going into that game next This episode is brought to you by Nissan. Are you the kind of driver that likes to push things a little further? Ever wondered what adventure could be around the next corner? Our friends at Nissan have a lineup of SUVs with the capabilities to take your adventure to the next level. That includes the 2024 Nissan Rogue, which is perfect for city drives and grid escapes. Class exclusive Google built-in is always updating 
to call you on for almost anything. Gone are the days of connecting your phone. Google Assistant, Google Maps, and the Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen system. The 2024 Rogue is the perfect mid-size crossover for your next, next adventure. Nissan's incredible lineup also includes the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. It has room for up to eight, an expansive cargo capacity, and the advanced available 4x4 capability. With 284 horsepower and up to 6,000 pounds of towing, when adventure calls, the Pathfinder is there to answer. Take the Nissan Rogue, the Nissan Pathfinder, or the Nissan Armada and go find your next big adventure. Shop NissanUSA.com. This episode is brought to you by our by our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the uh, top fantasy sports app in America with over three million members. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers. All you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. The big game is right around the corner. Prize picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game-changing moment into a hundred times your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn ten dollars into a thousand. Listen, right now, if you go to prize picks, you can you can pick Patrick Mahomes to throw for more than one yard in the big game, and you win. It's like a free square. Just go pick Patrick Mahomes, pick four other players. Uh, to pick more than or less than on their on their stat projections. It's that simple. Just go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. And don't forget, if, Price, or if Patrick Mahomes throws for more than one yard in the big game, you win on prize picks. Just go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LockdownNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, Everydayers. On Monday's show, we're going to be breaking down the Super Bowl. I know that's surprising. I, I know that that's there's a big game that we should be talking about. So that's what we're going to do. So make sure you tune in for that. But Kate, let's make some prize pick selections. What do you got? All right. I'm going to start out with, I, I think, some low-hanging fruit here, considering that just in our last segment, I talked about the weaknesses of the Chiefs rushing defense. I'm going with Christian McCaffrey, more than 90 and a half rushing yards. He has hit that over in six of his eight last games, dating back to week 12. And Marcus, again, the Chiefs defense, not the greatest against the run. They're tied for the seventh highest EPA per carry allowed against rush attempts this season per NFL Next-gen stats, McCaffrey has averaged 5.6 yards per carry under center on runs this year. Chiefs defense, allowing 4.3 yards per carry on such attempts, ranks seventh highest in the NFL. I do think that this is a mismatch for the heavens. Kyle Shanahan should be so amped to get Christian McCaffrey up mm -hmm. against this rushing defense. And I, I got to say, I think that they're going to look to get him incredibly involved get him a really heavy workload and Marcus, I, maybe you can speak to uh, the fact that, you know, usually Super Bowl teams don't invest heavily in the running back position, but this year they are. So I'm rolling with that moneymaker Christian McCaffrey. Uh, for me, it's Rashi Rice. I think Rashi Rice is going to have a big game. Uh, we were talking pre-show about what the, uh, what the, the more than or less than number would be. 
for Rashi Rice in this game. And I was saying if it's around uh, 74, I'm going to pick more than. The number right now on price picks is, is 67 and a half. Absolutely love that. I think Rashi Rice is going to get nine to 10 targets in this one. Uh, I also like him to score a touchdown in this game. Uh, he is, he. if you uh, pick the uh, more than on the, the touchdowns over a half a touchdown, uh, it's a demon pick. You get, you know, a little bit extra uh, cash in this one. So take Rashi Rice. I think he has a huge game. I love that. My last pick, I'm going to roll with George Kittle, more than 49 and a half receiving yards, which he has hit that over in 11 of 18 games this season. He's averaging 71 yards per game against the Chiefs in his career, 63.8 yards per game against, uh, you know, all defenses this season. And Marcus, what I think is going to be really an interesting dynamic to watch is how often the Chiefs are blitzing in this game, Mm -hmm. which they have blitzed at the fifth highest rate among all defenses this year against the blitz Brock Purdy has been one of the most efficient passers in the NFL and you know who he goes to when he's blitzed on these targets it's George Kittle he leads the 49ers offense in targets catches receiving yards uh, on blitz uh, like on pass attempts against the blitz he leads the the 49ers in receiving yards on such targets by over 120 yards. The next highest player uh, with in, in terms of yardage on those attempts is Brandon Ayuk. It's going to be, I think, a big George Kittle game. And, you know, I know you're looking at the Chiefs and you're thinking like, okay, the limited Mark Andrews in the AFC Championship game, he played just 31% of snaps coming off that injury. I don't think we got a real reflection of what, you know, this, this, incredible dynamic a thousand yard receiver tight end is going to be able to do against the chiefs. All right. My last one here, uh, we have this special one. It's uh, Travis Kelsey and Brandon. Ayuk. more than less than 133 yards. Is that the, is that the number that we saw this morning? Is that yes. correct? Combined. So combined. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like you could have Travis Kelsey with, you know, 99% of those yards and, doesn't matter. Well, one of those for that total. One of those two players is going over 100 yards. I, I actually lean Kelsey. I, I think, I think the Chiefs have been very careful to not overwork him in the regular season, and then in the postseason, we've seen his workload go up. Now that he's got two weeks off to get ready for this game, I think he's going to play extremely well. So can Brandon Ayuk get you 35 yards? Absolutely. I, I I think that's my favorite pick here from prize picks. I, I, I would absolutely include that one uh, in your selections this week. Smash the more than smash the more than on Patrick Mahomes over one passing or over 0.5 passing yards and boom, yeah. you've got yourself some money. Absolutely. All right. That is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every single day. Go check out the YouTube vi- channel. We post videos every single day over there. Go download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We are free and available on all platform uh, platforms. Go follow Kate on Twitter at Kate Majuk. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosher. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We will be right back here on Monday to break it all down.